is Wednesday, my dudes. Hey everyone, welcome back to Weird Shit Wednesday. We're going to be covering a topic on mental illness this week. I noticed through a few podcasts that I listened to that there are a lot of people out there suffering with such uh, disorders and illnesses. And I wanted to pick one to dive in a little bit deeper and provide some information and some resources for those of you who might need the help or know somebody who might need some assistance. So that being said, let's go ahead and get into it and see how it goes. So I chose schizophrenia this week. And schizophrenia is a very serious mental illness where people interpret reality abnormally is the word that they use. Uh, I, I personally feel that there are different variations of quote-unquote normal, but these ones are usually so far out there and so far-fetched that it is very hard to get it to fall into the category of what others perceive as reality. This may result in a combination of delusions, hallucinations, behavior that could impair daily functionality, and extreme disordered thinking. I'm going to get into those a little bit deeper here in a second. So just wanted to throw those out there just to touch base on some. Uh, schizophrenia can be very debilitating and sufferers require a lifelong and consistent treatment plan. From my personal experience, since I do suffer from mental illness as well, I know how difficult and frustrating it can be to have something wrong with you that you can't fix. I mean, there's nothing in this world that could fix my brain uh, to where I don't require long-term medication and monitoring and making sure that the medicines are not affecting my body in other ways and, and that kind of thing. So I totally understand how frustrating and difficult it is to stay on track, even though you know you, you take your stuff and everything's great. And you might think that you're doing better and assume that maybe, you know, a lot of people fall off the wagon, I guess, so to speak, and stop doing their treatment, stop following their plan and doing their medications and that kind of thing because they feel like they're doing well, uh, not realizing that, you know, once you stop taking that or even, you know, vary from your plan slightly, it could have a drastic effect on you and your health and those around you. So I feel the pain. <laughs> I, I really do. And just want to you know really push people to get help like I said I'll, I'll provide some sources at the end uh, to, to help people uh, find things that they need or get the help they need if that is an option for you. Following symptoms are things that people might experience with schizophrenia and as mentioned earlier the first one I have is delusions and this includes a false belief that is fabricated in one's mind that do not reflect reality. And to me, uh, and I know this can be very difficult to deal with and experience for that person because to them, no matter what you say or what you do or anything that you can try to put in front of them to prove that their delusion is not reality, to them it is their reality. And it's very hard to get them to see the world and things around them uh, as what they are and, and not as they see them to be. There's also instances where comments and gestures they feel are directed towards them. It might be uh, maybe you're at, I don't know, uh, a work 
party or something and you know you see two people across the room and, and they're gesturing and talking and they might be gesturing and talking to something say near you or behind you or anything of that nature but to that person they are perceiving it as you know oh my gosh they're talking about me what are they saying what does that gesture mean it might be they might get threatened or feel start to feel aggressive and and there's just a fine line there um, they might also have an idea that someone is infatuated with them or in love with them where the person might either they might not even know they exist uh, they might be a friend an acquaintance uh, maybe you know a routine customer if you work at I don't know a gas station or a grocery store and that customer comes in every day or they go into the gas station every day and, and that attendant uh, is friendly with them every day and, and they perceive that as oh my gosh this person's in love with me and then they might develop a very toxic and awkward uh, in relationship in their mind that's that's not real then there's the typical paranoia about an impending disaster that could happen or they perceive as going to happen for sure you know end of days earthquake something to that effect then there's hallucinations which are primarily visual or auditory but they could also involve pretty much any of your senses and to me those just really scare me um, because you don't know I mean to this person they are convinced say it's uh, oh my gosh, there's poison in my, you know, soda pop or there's poison in my mashed potatoes or, you know, because they, they can taste it in their mind. They can taste it or there's, oh my gosh, you just fed me. I'm going to be totally gross here, but uh, the lost boys, you know, when, when they're eating the rice and the guy puts it in, then they tells him it's maggots and he sees the maggots. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, somebody could be, you know, they take a bite of their rice or whatever and in their head. Their hallucination is, oh my God, I'm eating bugs, in which case, to them, they're seeing the bugs, they're feeling them in their mouth, they're bleh, all of that stuff. That, to me, is absolutely petrifying. I actually just had an instance a couple nights ago where, this is going to sound like totally crazy, but, you know, hey, if my crazy helps you guys understand stuff, I am willing to go out on a limb and, and, and say it. So... I was in a position where I woke up in the middle of the night and I've been having issues sleeping anyway because I ran out of a medication, again, causes problems, uh, and I haven't been able to get it in a few days, so I've been really struggling. And while I was sleeping, I woke up and mentally it was as though I was laying in a position and something was happening around me and so I couldn't get comfortable, so I rolled over onto my other side trying to get comfortable in that position and get back to sleep and then it was almost as though my brain had like a lapse and I rolled back over and didn't realize that I had rolled back over so in my mind I kept going in like this impending time loop where I just kept tossing and turning and tossing and turning and in my head I just kept going back in time I was perceiving it as I was doing the same thing over and over again at the same time and I just kept going backwards and it was like I was stuck in this you know perpetual time loop and it really I mean it really freaked me out because it was like I was stuck in my own mind and I felt so trapped and it was so real to me even though I knew that it wasn't 
it felt so real that I could have sworn that I was just, again, in this loop, replaying the same thing. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be trapped here forever. I felt like I was never going to get out. I couldn't, I couldn't wake up. I stumbled out into the living room and I couldn't even, I was so worked up that I could not even explain to my husband what it was that I was feeling, what I thought was happening to me or what I needed from him to help me. I couldn't do anything. I literally just stumbled out in a daze and I was shaking and just freaking out because I could not get out of my own head. It was like I was stuck in there and my body just didn't exist. I was just trapped in my own mind. So I totally get it. And it's really scary as hell. And yeah, I really, really hope that there's people out there that don't have to do that or they do and they realize it and they can get some help. But the next one we have is you know disorganized or thinking and speech, which is kind of self-explanatory. So I didn't really go too deep into that. Then there's extremely disorganized or abnormal motor behavior. And this could be portrayed as a childlike silliness or an unpredictable irritation where people do get agitated or they just kind of like play it off, you know, sometimes they, you know, I see a lot in in shows and stuff. I've not seen it so much in person, but they do kind of make them seem somewhat childlike, kind of playing around and joking and they always get along with the kids. But when adults try to intervene and, and, tell them that they're they're wrong and their reality is not reality, then they start to get more aggressive and irritated and that kind of thing. Other things that are included in this category are inappropriate or weird postures that might feel uh, more comfortable for them at the time, but they don't realize that because their reality is not everybody else's reality, that it's not necessarily the time or place for that to happen. They also uh, lack some response when you're communicating with them and sometimes use useless and excessive movement, which they didn't give a lot of uh, good examples of that. But I'm just trying to think, uh, like, I consider that more of a, you know, I can't sit still and I got the wiggles or, you know, think about it. If if you're having those delusions and hallucinations that are uh, affecting your senses, and it might be that you feel that something's crawling on you, right? And so you're trying to, to, to wiggle to get it off or scratch to get it out from under your skin. Like there's bugs under your skin or I don't know what it is with me and bugs today, but <laughs> bugs are the word today. But that kind of thing where it, it could be their reaction to something that we do not perceive, but it is in the reality. Then there are what are called negative symptoms. And those are usually the more noticeable ones uh, visually for those around them, which is, you know, poor personal hygiene, little emotion, loss of interest in everyday activities, social withdrawal, and that kind of thing. Unfortunately, people suffering from this disorder don't always realize that they need help. So it weighs heavily on, you know, loved ones, friends, family, those around them to notice something is wrong and get them the help or point them in the right direction. Because again, a lot of the times what they're seeing, hearing, feeling, all of that is very, very real to them. And they feel that that is quote unquote normal for them. And they don't realize that something is wrong and that they could get help. It usually takes people around them to, you know, kind of come together, help them out, and provide them that information and those kind of sources that they need to to make improvements. Next, I have some different types of schizophrenia. 
Uh, just wanted to go over those just so you guys had an idea that I know a lot of times people consider this first one when you hear schizophrenia, they automatically assume it's the paranoid schizophrenia, which it is the most common, uh, but it, there are different types. And with this paranoid schizophrenia, the development of the symptoms can typically present themselves later in life than the other types. And these symptoms can take the form of hallucinations and or delusions with speech and emotions not being affected. So there's a, a different type of reaction, and it's not something that you can say, oh, well, you know, Joe's 25, and he would have got it by now because you could develop symptoms at pretty much any point. And so there's really no good number for that because you can't really say, you know, you're in the clear, so to speak, I would say, but by a certain age because they can always develop. Then there is the hebephrenic schizophrenia. And another name for this is disorganized schizophrenia. Symptoms for this type typically present between ages 15 and 25. And the symptoms for this one include disorganized behavior and thoughts, short-lasting delusions and hallucinations. The sufferer may develop disorganized speech patterns. And because of these disorganized speech patterns, they have difficulty communicating with those around them. People suffering from this type could also be described as showing little to no emotion with their facial expression, their voice tone, or their mannerisms. So they, they come off kind of as a, a robot, I guess, uh, would be the best way for me to explain that. Then we have catatonic schizophrenia, and this type is actually the rarest version, and the symptoms include unusual, sudden, and limited movements, being very active or very still, and the sufferer may not talk often, but when they do, they mimic others' speech and movements to try to kind of fit in and blend in because they're not really sure. They don't really have their own. The only way they know how to react is based on other people, so they just kind of go with it. Then there's undifferentiated schizophrenia, and people with this type have signs that fall into paranoid hebephrenic or catatonic, but they're not obviously fitting into one of those specifically. So they kind of made this umbrella term. That's the undifferentiated type. Then there is residual. And one might get a diagnosis of this if there's a history of psychosis, but they only experience those negative symptoms that were mentioned earlier. Uh, examples being you know, slow movement, poor memory, poor hygiene, lack of concentration, those kind of symptoms. Then there is simple schizophrenia, which what I thought was interesting was it said that it's seldom diagnosed in the UK. I'm not entirely sure why that is. Early symptoms that worsen are the negative variety, while the positive symptoms such as hallucinations and delusions are rarely experienced in this type. Then there's synest oh my gosh, synesthopathic, I cannot say that, I'm sorry, and that type is typically uh, accompanied with unusual bodily sensations. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Uh, just from reading it, it kind of makes me feel like there's some bodily function issues, which I was like, maybe you feel like you got to pee and you don't got to pee. I, I really don't know for sure. The last one that I have is unspecified schizophrenia. And the symptoms experienced in this type meet the general conditions, but do not fit into any of the other categories exactly. So where undifferentiated was 
a slight umbrella term, but the symptoms fall into, you know, one of three categories combined. This unspecified is, in general, they have symptoms that fit, but it doesn't fit necessarily into any of the categories. So it's an even broader umbrella catch for that. And that's, that's what I have as far as, you know, the symptoms, the types, you know, to, to try to give you guys an idea. Maybe you know somebody out there who's suffering from this kind of thing. Maybe you suffer from this kind of thing. You just haven't noticed and it's, you know, maybe a small degree, a large degree, whatever the case may be. So I'm going to go ahead and, and give you guys some resources here. I'm going to put them in the show notes as well. So it should be below uh, wherever you listen in the description, that kind of thing. I'll, I'll put those in there too so that you guys can can reach those. So there is the Hearing Voices Network, and that is www.hearing-voices.org. Then there's the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and they have a phone number of 1-800-950-6264. And there's an email for them, which is info at nami.org. Other resources say that you can dial 988 for support if the person you are trying to contact you yourself um, are deaf or hearing impaired you can call 711 and then 988 to get some resources to help you guys through that as well so again I'll, I'll put those in the show notes check them out spread the word share the love I just want to make sure that I'm doing as much as I can to help you guys out. I know that there's people out there suffering with mental illnesses and diseases and and all of these kinds of things. So I want to try to get those sources out when I can, as I can, uh, to make sure they're available. Again, just want to make sure I point out to you guys, we do still have the raffle. We're doing it till Halloween. Here soon, we're going to be doing our Halloween episode, so we're going to be all dressed up. We're going to be probably putting some pictures and that kind of thing up on the social media. You'll be able to check those out. See if I can get them on the website as well. I'll I'll have to figure out where exactly to put them, if I can get them on there, but for sure we'll be on social media. If you wouldn't mind, please, 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 if you have a second, uh, any place that you listen to us on, rate and, and review us. It really helps us a lot. It gives us a little bit more awareness when people search they're able to find us especially you know the higher the rating and the more you have it's just kind of like searching anything else you know you the more popular and that kind of thing it is then the higher it's going to be on the list when you search it so it's going to help us out a lot I know it's kind of early being October but I want to go ahead and still push that please if you would not mind if you have any stories uh doesn't matter if they are spooky stories if they're cryptid stories ufo stories true crime stories i don't know maybe somebody burglarized your apartment or keyed your car or threw a slushie at your window i don't know anything like that uh please send those in i know when it gets closer to christmas we're going to want to do a listener stories episode but right now we don't have enough combined well at all really other than my stories that are able to be out there and be shared. So please send send those in. Uh, Also specify in there, uh, one, if you want to be anonymous or if it's okay if we use your first name or whatever you want to be called and give us permission to share those on the podcast because without the permission, we're just going to assume that the stories are just for us and that you're not comfortable with us putting them on the air. So please uh, note that in there as well. And other than that, I think that's everything I've got. So I will see you guys in the regular episode. Stay strange.